Good morning, everyone. I'm Pastor Tim, and it's good to be with you this morning. Even though we may not be physically together, uh, we are together in the Spirit. And I pray that the Lord speaks to your heart this morning as we share with each other the Word. Uh, as we enter into this Christmas season, I want to do a Christmas series entitled Walking on the Path of Peace. And I want to start out by sharing a passage of Scripture out of Luke chapter 1. And this comes from the prophet, not the prophet, but the a priest named Zechariah, who was the dad of John the Baptist, and in, he was um, celebrating the birth of his son John at the time, and the Lord came upon him and gave him this prophecy, which then bleeds into a prophecy about Jesus, which is going to be what we talk about here today. So listen to this in Luke chapter 1, verse 76. Uh, Zechariah says, And you, my child, will be called a prophet of the Most High, for you will go on before the Lord to prepare the way for him, to give his people the knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of their sins. And then verse 78, because of the tender mercy of our God, by which the rising sun will come to us from heaven to shine on those living in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the path of peace. So of course, that is talking about Jesus there towards the end, who is the rising sun. That phrase, rising sun, is a messianic title in the scriptures uh, referring to the coming Christ or the coming Messiah who turned out to be Jesus for us. And it comes from Malachi 4.2. This is another prophecy in the Old Testament. I want to read it for you. Malachi 4.2. But for you who revere my name, the son of righteousness, again, this is the title of the Messiah, the son of righteousness will rise with healing in its wings. Other translations actually say his wings. And uh, we, we remember the story of the woman in the New Testament who had an issue of blood uh, for 12 years and she reached out and touched the corner or the wing of Jesus's garment and she was healed. It was because of the faith she had that he was the son of righteousness. And in the son of righteousness, he would rise with healing in his wings or in the corners or the kanaf of his garment. And so this is Jesus, and it says, and you will go out and leap like calves released from the stall. You'll be so overjoyed when the son of righteousness comes to you. Then you will trample down the wicked. They will be ashes under, your soul, under the soles of your feet on the day when I do these things, says the Lord Almighty. In other words, when the son of righteousness, the Messiah comes, he is going to empower you to defeat your enemies. And of course, our enemies, the enemy and enemies is the enemies of sin, of the devil and death itself. And so we will leap with joy when this Messiah comes because he somehow is going to give us victory over our enemies of sin, of the devil and death itself. And that's what we're gonna talk about today. So I wanna talk about the word peace, okay? Jesus, it says here that Jesus was coming, the rising sun would come to guide our feet into the path of peace. And that's gonna be our focus over the next four weeks to talk about this path of peace that Jesus has made available to us. A path that, that allows us to walk into this thing called peace. So let's look at the word peace for a minute. And I know I've talked about this word a lot in the past. Uh, so if you've heard me say this, it's okay because this is such a beautiful word. It's a good reminder to all of us of what it means. But in, in Hebrew, it's the word shalom. And it has a lot of meanings, okay? So it has the meaning of peace, of wholeness, which I think of uh, my soul being made whole, healed from hurts and pains of the past. It has the idea of completeness, 
prosperity as opposed to, say, poverty, welfare, um, harmony, tranquility. I've also used this phrase before, nothing missing uh, and nothing broken. And so peace, or the word shalom, really is like this huge, all-inclusive word for our health, for wholeness, for our well-being in our body, our soul, and our spirit. And Jesus came to give us peace in our body, in our soul, and in our spirit. He gives us peace in our spirit when we are forgiven of our sins and we place our faith in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Our spirit is born again. We have peace with God. He gives peace in our soul when we get freedom with his truth and he sets us free from the pain of the sin that we've done and the pain of the sin that's been done to us. Jesus makes us holy, heals our heart, our hurts, our pains, and we have peace in our soul. And Jesus also gives us peace in our bodies as we see over and over again, Jesus healing every sickness and every disease. So God wants you and I to have peace through and through. I love 1 Thessalonians 5.23, which says that. May God himself, may God himself, the God of peace, the God of peace, this is what the God of peace does, sanctify you through and through. And may your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Do you see that? May God himself, the God of peace, may he do this through your whole being, your body, your soul, your spirit, and bring you to a place of peace, of completeness, of wholeness, uh, of prosperity, prosperity of body, soul, and spirit, and, and well-being. And that's who Jesus is, and that's what he came to do. He came to guide us, put our feet on the path of peace, okay? So this path that Jesus came is for us to experience. It's, it's that we might walk in wholeness, and we might walk in completeness and prosperity and welfare. And all of this, Christmas, is what this is all about. Christmas set all of this into motion. When Jesus came, God entered our world. He came bringing peace to set the record straight for our body, soul, and spirit. It's a great time of the year to, to celebrate all these wonderful things. So we're gonna re discuss the possibilities made possible in this series uh, through Jesus coming into our world. Now, there is a path of peace. Now, there is a way that Jesus had made possible for us to walk in. There is an opening. It's now open. It's now revealed to us. And a new life is made possible. That's what we're talking about, that Jesus opened up a new way, a way of life. Instead of the chaos that our lives are often marked by, there's a path of peace. Instead of sickness, there's a path of health. Instead of poverty, there's a path of prosperity. Instead of brokenness, there's a path of wholeness. Instead of despair, there's a path of hope. And instead of death, there is a way of life made available to us today. He came into our world, into a world of chaos, and he puts things in order. And as we allow him to be Lord of every area of our lives, that chaos is replaced with shalom, with completeness, with healing, with wholeness, with prosperity. Amen. And that's what I want for you. That's what I want for me. That's what Jesus wants for us. That's what God has done for us, opened a way for us to experience peace, shalom, completeness, wholeness, healing, everything that we need. And we can learn to walk in this new way of living. Jesus came to make this way possible for us. Let me just 
Read this verse again from Zacharias in Luke chapter 1, verse 78. Because of the tender mercy of our God, because he loves us so much, by which the rising sun, Jesus, would come to us from heaven to shine on those, us, living in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the path of peace. Isaiah 9, 2 puts it this way. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. And those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. Let's pray together. Lord, we just thank you that you have come into our dark world. You have come into our chaos. You have come to bring peace. And Lord, as we start this series and as we talk for a few minutes together today, I pray that your Holy Spirit will just continue to work in our hearts, in our bodies, in our souls, in our spirits, replacing the chaos with your peace, with your shalom. Thank you that you came, that you shine upon us. You shine away, a way of life, a way of freedom, a way of healing, and a way of wholeness. Thank you, Lord, that you never left us alone. You came to us. You entered into this place, our chaos, to redeem us, every bit of us. Thank you, Jesus. Do a good work in our lives today, Lord. Open our hearts to receive your truth and to be set free. Let more of your peace reside in us at the end of this message, Lord, than it is now. We thank you for your love for us and your blessings. In Jesus' name, amen. So there are four, four steps we need to take to walk into the path of peace and to experience this new way of living. And, uh, and each week, uh, we're gonna be looking at one of these steps, okay? So the first step into the path of peace has already been taken for us by Jesus himself, and it is this, to defeat sin, the devil, and death. It may not sound like uh, what you would normally think about when you talk about the word peace, like defeating, battling, warfare, but this is exactly how peace is accessed for us that we need to defeat the enemy of sin, the enemy of, of the devil, the enemy of death. And that's exactly what Jesus has done. The first step has been taken for us by Jesus himself. All we need to do is align ourselves with Jesus by trusting in him as our Lord and Savior. I say that's all we need to do, but that's the biggest thing that anyone could ever do is trust in Jesus as Lord and Savior. And that's where it all begins. That's where the path of peace is now opened to all who believe all who trust in him. This is why. Because number one, Jesus defeated sin by never sinning himself. He lived a sinless life. So he was never captive to sin. He lived a sinless life. So he defeated sin, never gave into it, never. Number two, Jesus defeated the devil by destroying the only power that the devil had over us, which is the guilt of our sin. And he did this by offering his life on our behalf to pay the debt of our sin. So Jesus defeated the devil, stripping the devil from the power that the devil had over us, which was guilt of sin. And Jesus defeated death, thirdly, because when he died, God raised him from the dead as the first fruits of the resurrection. So Jesus is the only one to defeat sin, the devil, and death. And so when we believe and trust in him, we are grafted into that same victory. We are a victorious people through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Here's the good news. For those of us who have positioned ourselves in Christ, we have positioned ourselves in victory. In victory. 
I'm gonna say this many different ways. Everyone in Christ is forgiven of all our sin. We are not under sin, we are over sin. We are not fighting sin, we are victorious over sin. Sin is defeated in Christ. We are no longer manipulated by sin, controlled by or shackled by sin. We are forgiven and we are free. The issue is no longer about sin for the believers in Jesus. We are no longer to identify ourselves by our sin, by our failures, by our mistakes, okay? We are to identify ourselves in Jesus, in Christ. We have his record. We have his righteousness. We have his authority. We have his name. We have his power, okay? We are not mastered by sin. We are masters over sin through Jesus. We are not powerless with respect to sin. We are in power over sin, And this is very important because for a believer to walk in the path of peace, we must have a revelation that we are no longer of ourselves. We are in Christ. Our identity is in him. We are not in sin any longer. We are in Christ. That is our new identity. The old is gone. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come in us, our spirit born again. The old is gone, the new is here. That's who we are, hallelujah. And the idea that the first step into the path of peace involves a defeat of sin sounds uh, contrary to the word peace, but it it really isn't. And as I've shared this word before with you, um, I'm gonna share it again. And if you've heard it before, that's okay because uh, you know it's it's good to remember these sort of things. And this word shalom uh, is four letters in the Hebrew language. And I've broken it down into some ancient uh, pictures and what those pictures represent and the meaning behind those pictures, okay? So we have the word from right to left, Hebrew. We read it opposite that we do English. And so this is pronounced shalom. This is like a S-H sound. That's an L. That's a, a O. And that's an M. This, is a, uh, this, this letter here right in this particular word is taking up a vowel position. So it's shalom. And from right to left, the ancient picture of this letter is two teeth, and it represents to eat or consume, or in this case, I wrote write down the word, I wrote down the word to destroy, to destroy. Lamed is a picture of an ancient uh, shepherd's staff, which meant a teacher or a person of authority, as the shepherd would be the one in authority over the sheep. And so I put down the word authority. Vav is this letter. And it's a tent peg, and it connects uh, the tents to the earth or wood to, to wood. It's a connector, so we put down the word connected. And then mem comes from the uh, picture of waters, and uh, the, uh, the pictures of waters, and it's kind of like our M in English turned into an M for us, uh, represents chaos because the waters are always being stirred and always moving. Now, when we look at this word in this particular way, we could look at a possible definition that I like to use to destroy the authority connected to chaos. So peace (laughs) is not like someone playing the violin softly and you having a nice cup of warm coffee in front of a fire or something. Peace in this definition is really war. It is destroying the very things that are trying to destroy us. It's removing, destroying, dismantling the chaos in our lives, which is sin. 
The devil does that. He creates the chaos. He tempts us to sin. Sin creates death. It hurts. It destroys. It damages us. It shackles us. It addicts us. It depresses us. Uh, it perverts us. Sin destroys us. And so Jesus is known as the Prince of Shalom, the Prince, the ruler of this idea of coming to destroy the authority connected to the chaos. And the authority connected to our chaos is the devil and sin itself. And the chaos is the sin. And this is what the Bible says in 1 John 3, 8. This reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the devil's work. The Prince of Peace came to rule over the devil's work and restore peace, shalom, completeness, wholeness, healing to you and to me. Isn't that good news? I love this word. This is my second favorite Hebrew word of all time. My first favorite Hebrew word is found in this passage here. Matthew 121 says, uh, the angel Gabriel is talking to Joseph, who is Mary's husband, about the prophecy of what was going on with Jesus. And this is what he said. She will give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus. In Hebrew, Yeshua. That's my favorite Hebrew word. And then, just as typical in the Bible, the sentence continues and actually describes the meaning of Jesus's name. I love this. She will give birth to a son. You are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. That's what Jesus came to do. Save us from our sins. Now, let's be clear about this, okay? This chaos, this sin in our lives and in our world that we have all uh, too familiar with, this is not, sin is not like the fun stuff that God doesn't want us to do because he's some kind of a killjoy or something. No, 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 that, that's crazy. Listen, what sin is? Sin is all the stuff that is stealing from us, robbing us, destroying us, trying to kill us. And it's not, it's not this, this idea that God's holding back on us and, and those things that we can't do are, is sin. No, no, no. Sin is all the stuff that's hurting us, harming us, killing us, destroying us. It's the opposite of righteousness. And sin produces death in us and around us and through us. But righteousness produces life and fullness and wholeness. And so uh, what Jesus has come to do and what shalom means is Jesus has come to destroy everything that's trying to destroy us, all the sin, the devil, and death itself. And hallelujah, he won that victory, and we need to walk into that place of victory with him. Romans 16, 20 says, the God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. Isn't that a good news? Good, good verse, remember? Good news. And how does that work? Well, you can't have health, and that's a part of peace. You can't have health without destroying the sickness. And Jesus came to destroy that sickness. You can't have wholeness, which is a part of peace, without destroying the spirit of rejection or pain in your heart that you experience from other people. You have to get rid of that rejection. You have to get rid of that bitterness. You have to, you have to offer forgiveness so that God can heal that and bring peace. You can't have you know, forgiveness of sin without uh, that legal guilt that was assigned to you being destroyed, which Jesus destroyed at the cross. He destroyed, he ripped up, tore up all the legal paperwork against us because he paid for every one of our sins. That's what brings us peace. You know, you can't have peace or fellowship with God or make peace with God unless that barrier of sin is kicked over, destroyed and broken, and that's what Jesus did for you and for me. You can't have freedom from addictions 
That's part of peace. Without breaking those addictions, destroying those addictions, removing that chaos, that source of pain or insecurity from our lives. And you can't have life, which is the fulfillment of peace, without defeating death itself. And that's what Jesus has done for you and for me. He has defeated our enemies. Because of Jesus, we live from a place of victory. All right? But we have to learn how to manage our victory. And it starts, again, as I said before, by placing our trust in Jesus as Lord and Savior. Before I wrap up this message, right now at this moment, I want to invite you to trust in Jesus as your Lord and Savior. That's what Christmas is all about. God coming into our world to save us and rescue us. Light entering our darkness. Prince of Peace coming into our chaos. And by the mercy of God, paying a debt we could not pay for ourselves to rescue you, you and me, to rescue us out of that place of pain and alienation and death, bondage, brokenness. And today, if you just want to give your heart to Jesus, you want to trust in him as Lord and Savior, and you haven't done that before, or you just want to recommit your life to him, right now, I want to, I want to pray with you. And let's, let's open up that path of peace now that we can begin to walk in because we can't even begin to see that path or walk in that path without the Prince of Peace being at the for forefront of our hearts and our minds. He's the one who opens that way because he is the Prince of Peace and the path of peace for us to walk in. He said, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. And if you want to get right with him today, would you join me in this prayer? Pray this prayer with me. Let's say it together. Say, Jesus, thank you that you never gave up on me, that you have come to rescue me in the midst of my sin, my brokenness, my darkness. And today, I trust in you as my Lord and Savior. I need you, God. I need your life. I need your healing. I need your wholeness. I need your peace. I just turn my entire life over to you and pray that you rescue me, Lord. Thank you for paying for my sin and rescuing me from death itself and empowering me over the devil. I'm all yours and I ask that you help me and teach me how to walk in this path of peace. In your name, I pray, in Jesus' name, amen, amen. Hey, I'm, so, I'm so happy for you if you just prayed that prayer, either to accept Christ as the first time or recommitting your life to Christ. And now God wants us to experience more and more of him. As we wrap this message up today, I put in your notes 10 different healthy patterns, which I wanna ask you if these are in place in your life. And if they're not, any of them that are not in place, I'm gonna ask you to just begin to start to take action to build these patterns into your life because it's not just that we have victory, but we need to live in victory. We need to manage the victory that God has given us. And these questions or, or these ideas I'm about to share with you will give you some practical ideas of how we can actually walk in peace, walk in victory, walk in health, walk in wholeness, walk in joy, 
and all the things that God has for us. So as we go through this list, I'm gonna read them kind of quickly. Any of them that really stand out to you like, ooh, ooh, I think I got some work to do on that. I want you to start to work on that area in your life and figure out what this is really talking about because these are life-giving, peace-giving patterns that the scriptures give us to be able to walk out in the path of peace that God has made open to all of us. Okay, the first one is living in forgiveness, not bitterness. Forgiving people when they hurt us. So I have this statement, I forgive others their sin done against me, whether intentional or unintentional. Is that a life pattern that you have and that you're exercising? If not, you need to do some work on that. You need to forgive. It's healthy for you. The second one, transforming my mind. I meditate and memorize God's word to transform my thinking to God's thinking. Whatever thinking I have that's not in alignment with God's thinking is causing more chaos in my life, I guarantee you. And so I wanna walk in the path of peace that God has for me, so I need to change my mind so that I'm not producing and living in chaos. The third one, living in the spirit, not according to my flesh. I interact throughout the day with God's spirit, listening and following his leading. We all know that when we're living out of our flesh, we are living out chaos, we're causing chaos, uh, we're experiencing chaos. But when we live by the spirit, God guides us into all truth and we live in his peace. So that's a, it's a pattern that I need to learn how to do. Live according to the spirit, not according to the flesh. Fourthly, confessing God's words, not curses over my life. I speak words of life, not death over myself and those around me. Do you do that? Well, first of all, you got to know the scriptures to be able to speak the words of life over yourself. But a lot of people are saying things about themselves and other people that are basically curses and harmful and it's causing more chaos. So let's get that pattern, that healthy pattern established in our hearts and our lives. Fifthly, choosing purity, integrity, and honor as my lifestyle. A lifestyle of purity, a lifestyle of integrity, a lifestyle of honor. I live a pure and honest life and quickly repent and make restitution and reconciliation when I fail. Do you do that? Because that's a really healthy pattern for you to walk in the path of peace, not in the path of chaos. Sixthly, giving and serving, not selfishly living. Selfishly living always creates more chaos. But when we give and serve, you know, that produces peace. I generously give of my time and resources to further God's kingdom by reaching, helping, and loving people. Next, recovering from a life of sin. This is a lifelong journey. But recovering from a life of sin involves me repenting and healing from soul wounds of the past with the help of God, his spirit, his word, and God's people, one another. And so that's a process where we have some things to deal with and we need to deal with them. Is that a part of your pattern that you're living or are you burying those hurts and insecurities and addictions in your life? Trying to hide those things. We don't hide that stuff. We shine a light on it and we do that with God's word, God's spirit, and God's people and we are healed and peace comes, right? Let's get rid of that chaos. Let's invite the peace of God into our hearts. Eight, worshiping weekly. I prioritize the Sabbath as a holy appointed time with God and his people. This needs to be established in your life. Whether you're joining us online or you're able to come physically to a church service, you need to value the Sabbath, honor the Sabbath. God has things to share with you, to show you, to experience in him and with his people that you can only get by honoring the Sabbath. 
with God and his people, okay? Ninthly, devoting daily. I daily read and study God's word to be equipped for every good work that God has prepared for me to do. We are in training. We are an army. We have a mission. God has a, a purpose for your life. And he wants you to daily spend time with him and his word, being trained and equipped, listening and following what he has for you to do. That is, a, that is how you walk on the path of peace right there, following the Prince of Peace, by listening to his words and following what he has for you to do. And finally, praying consistently. I continually release concerns and pray in the spirit for God's kingdom to come and God's will to be done, just as Jesus taught us to. We need to constantly be praying, resisting the enemy and the plans and attacks that he has against us and, and releasing the will of heaven through prayer to come into our situations and into our world that thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth, O God, as it is in heaven. As we wrap this message up, I just wanna pray for you one more time. And this time, I wanna focus on any of these areas that you see that there's some chaos in. Any area in your body, in your soul, or in your spirit where there's chaos or trouble or hurt or brokenness. My question is, do you have peace? Is there any area in your life where you're lacking peace? Wherever that is, the first step that we need to take is invite Jesus right into that space, whatever that is. And I'm gonna ask the Lord to come if you're willing, I'm gonna agree with you in prayer that Jesus would come, the light would come into the darkness, the Prince of Peace would come into that chaos and begin to exchange that chaos for his peace, begin to lead you and guide you into the freedom, the healing, the wholeness that we need that only comes from him. But remember this, we are coming from a position of victory. Jesus has defeated sin he has defeated the devil, and he has defeated death itself. We just need to agree with him. Lord, we come to you this right here at this moment in time. Lord, with our deepest need, our deepest hurt, the place where there isn't peace but chaos, and Jesus, we invite you right now into this place and into this space to set things right again, whether it's in our body or our soul or our spirit, we invite you, Lord, right now into this place and into this space to bring peace, to defeat the chaos, to lead us and guide us into freedom, into healing, into wholeness, into wisdom, because we recognize that you came to guide our feet into the path of peace. So we just take you at your word, oh God, and we, Jesus, we thank you. We decide to follow you and trust in you that you are going to lead us and guide us. You're gonna put our feet on the path of peace where there is wholeness and fullness and prosperity and healing, that shalom will come into this area of our lives as we listen and follow you and put your word into practice. And we thank you for victory. And I pray for a breakthrough right now in Jesus' name in each area of our hearts that we're reaching out to you for today, Lord thanking you for the light that is shining, the healing that's coming, the, the breaking of the authority of chaos in our lives as we follow your word and apply it to our hearts. And we thank you for setting us free and for your love and your mercy that you have given to us. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Well, thanks for joining us today and joining me today. And I'm just praying that you're doing well 
And as we said in 1 Thessalonians 5.23, that your whole body, soul, and spirit will prosper and be kept blameless until the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace in his name. Amen. Love you guys.